like scary stories If you like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... A Swedish person count us in today. That's right. It's a it's a multicultural episode here. The on Swedes, Bruce. long known for their ability to count, because you know, ba, two, count, 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 ah, ah, ah. Yeah, that's more Transylvanian, dear. But no, no, no. We all know that the count from Sesame Street is we don't actually know where he so Swedish. From. Yeah, he's yeah. Swedish. That's what the purple is. Yeah. One, <laughs> one gefilte fish. Yeah. Two. Ludifisk. No, that's that's Ludifisk, the one. Ludifisk, yeah. Ludifisk is the is the Scandinavian. I don't know what kind of fish they like. <laughs> I don't fish. know. If it's fish. 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 Fishy fish. They're a fish people. You know what I bet they like? Swedish fish. Oh, <laughs> I bet. Did you hear the bather? No, that's an excellent segue for the random nonsense I was going to start us out with. Well, today. why don't you start us out with random what you nonsense? Got. Well, it's candiness. So I was on the tweet tours, and I'm like, okay, I am. Uh, my baseline aggression <laughs> is climbing. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm just under the food. I was like, what are some trending things in food? Blah blah blah. So I think it was like the Daily Eats or some website did their um, top candies, top best selling candies by state, and I was mm. like, okay. I'm intrigued. And okay. I got to California and I got so mad. And what I'm is like, it? is this true? What is it? Jolly Ranchers? No. Yeah, because you got to put it in your scissor. I've never. I don't think I've had a Jolly Rancher in the last five you gotta years. You got to put the purple one in your drink. I don't think I've had a Jolly Rancher in the last 10 years. Well, yeah. When was the last time you so had scissor? I am. Never. See, that's I'm why you haven't had any Jolly Ranchers. I've never had scissor. But yeah, well. When was the last time you had scissor, mister? I frequent the scissor. P- <laughs> He's a scissor connoisseur. I am. He's but, a scissor sewer. But I, I also question the... The scissor has, haberdashery. No, the metrics. So they, the, the website went to one candy online, like an online candy store. And they okay. were like, hey, what are your top selling candies by state? Now, the website didn't give any actual numbers. Okay. But they gave like general trends so i am questioning the What's science trending upward behind it apparently I, fucking jolly ranchers okay i bet i bet it's like hey no one in any other state ordered jolly rancher and this one dentist office ordered two bags exactly so therefore the, the entire dentist state. office ordered jolly ranchers <laughs> so they could increase their clientele their sales yeah, yeah. The recidivism one, rate of <laughs> dentist patients. This one dentist in Oxnard ordered a bag of Jolly Ranchers. And have this have this hard sugar to destroy your teeth so you come back immediately. Therefore, it is the top candy in the state. I remember liking Jolly Ranchers when I was in high school. I remember yeah. like buying Jolly Ranchers I do on too. purpose sure. in high school. Yeah. I remember I buying them on purpose. purpose. <laughs> but I don't think I've ever had like because sometimes you come across candy in the wild. Yes, like it just th- you know, a wild candy has occurred. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I bought a Jolly Rancher. No, in probably ten. Years. I just remember the the packaging being a pain in the ass. Yeah, because then it would get stuck. It to would the stick. Candy. Yeah. It melts. It would melt on, and it. then you couldn't peel the shit off. And, and then, then it gets super sharp edges, and then it stabbed the roof of your mouth. Hot edges. Yeah, I do you remember that? Fun. It's a terrible candy. This is terrible. It's very sweet, but but, but the blue ones are pretty good. Blue well, is I mean, my favorite candy flavor. Eat fucking watermelon, man. Oh. No, blue blue is always the superior candy Fancy's flavor. Fancy's got a point. Watermelon. But what if you combine the watermelon and blue? Are blue you watermelon? What are you those in your mouth at the same time? You would drool. 
It'd be yeah, too you much. Can't. It's too much flavor. Too, <laughs> look, it's too much flavor. Who Flavor's wants too intense? Look, patreon.com slash booze and brews will create a special uh, drive and I will do it <laughs> for <Okay>. some money. <laughs> All right, we'll do it. Melly just admitted she would do it. We're going to get this together. We'll put it on Patreon. We'll make it at all levels. If you give us a dollar a month. One dollar you, you can get to watch. watch you can watch Podcast Mom fans. drool all over herself. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like fun? We're just going to see like how many you can put in your mouth. We're going to stuff your mouth with ranchers. Oh, God. Gross. Gross. Uh, spe- <laughs> oh, is it? Well, speaking of stuffing your mouth. With ranchers. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. Oh, we're the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer when our mouths are not full of ranchers. And we choke on ranchers. <laughs> hey, now that is that's a bridge too far, my dear. No one said <laughs> you had to choke on, on them. ranchers. Mm-mm, just sucking just, on those ranchers. Just gagging on those suckable there's, ranchers. There is definitely a Chuck Tingle book called Choking on Ranchers. Like, oh my god! He just, he just released a new book um, as, as sort of as a result. I know, Trans Harry Potter. The so. Trans Harry Potter book? I was going to bring that up today. I, I was like, what was I thinking about this morning? <laughs> Clearly, think what... What haven't I thought of this morning? I no, know. No, because Trans we talked about Chuck Tingle on the yeah. show before. Yeah. We I can't have. remember the name well, of the phone. Oh. Trans Wizard, Harriet interrupt- Prober, and the bad boy Parasaurophilus. What the fuck? Uh, my Twitter immediately erupted into, cool, are you giving money from this book to trans rights? There is a Good. sentient motorcycle with a woman there, head on it. Of course there is. That's amazing. Remember my boyfriend, the gay... The gay jet plane. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that's what started us down the Chuck Trinkle train. I think so. I think, well, yeah, he better donate a portion of proceeds or all proceeds. Or, and he's, I will just buy the the, or he's just capitalizing on a scandal. No, because wasn't he at first, he wrote, he, didn't he just write books about COVID where someone was like fucking the living embodiment of COVID? Or like a that respirator. Jesus uh, Christ. That's a Didn't dark just one. Did we talk about this? No. Did I no. make this up? You made Is this, this up. a fever dream? This was a fever dream because uh, you and I have never once spoken about sex with COVID. Nope, never. It sounds hot. It's <laughs> a fever. Yeah, right, right. And it just, that phlegm, it's like the You're COVID so jizz in Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's voice is real deep and throaty. Yeah. Four out of five dentists recommend that this toothpaste pounds me in the in the butt by Chuck Tingle. I mean, okay. two time Hugo Award finalist. That's oh the God. best. The Hugo Award the nomination. <laughs> two oh time Hugo I'm Award finalist. I'm gonna find these COVID books and put them on our our social media. Oh, for sure, please. Lesbian me- lesbian megalodon shark lifeguard summer butt hunt. Oh, I mean, well. I mean, summer is butt hunting season. Yeah, no. I fucking cannot find this. God, look. The last missing piece for the jigsaw puzzle I've been working on all week is handsome, and he'll pound me in the butt once <laughs> if I find him a trans buckaroo tail. <laughs> he'll only once, though. Only once, and then he disappears. Oh my god! I can't find this fucking embodiment. Anyway, of thing. this guy. You know what? Weird. This fucking guy puts in work, though. He's he pu- does. He writes a lot. These boots are made for pounding, and that's just what they'll do one of these days. These boots are going to pound me in the butt by Chuck Tingle. He's got a ghostwriter, right? Yeah. No, he uh, just I writes I his him. ass off. But he better not write it all the way off, because otherwise, how's his toothpaste going to pound him in the butt? That is an excellent <laughs> point, dear. Excellent point. Anyway, this week, 
We are not talking about uh, having sex with toothpaste in our butts or co- sex with the human embodiment of COVID. Why no, not? This week, I mean, that we should be talking about that. Let's be honest. True. Uh, no, this week is the final week of our beer from Brewyard. To um, prove a oh, company. Chuck Sorry. Tingle. Wait, Chuck Tingle. To prove love is real, I have continued to write and release healthy habit promotion tinglers for free Ooh. or with a donation 100% of uh, to a health-based charities. Uh, please enjoy not pounded by anything while practicing responsible social distancing by oh. Chuck Tingle. Oh my God. That. <laughs> and then it's a very sexy black man and a, a velociraptor in his, in his suit. Sure. Yeah, well, why not? He's got he's got a number of these because he also has not pounded by the conspiracy theory that I just shared online because it's not real. Jesus Christ! Yeah, so he did. He Except for nine eleven was the inside job because that is real. That, well, that's we've established that that was real. We did. Yeah, that's why we talked about it last week. week. We proved it. Yeah. So what are we proving this week is real? So this week we are uh, in our final a- week of the Brewyard Beer Company. Mm-hmm. We are proving uh, the existence of cryptids. Great. Yeah. Well, let's Once prove. Again. Let's, let's prove a cryptid. So the reason that let's we selected the reason we selected uh, cryptids was because the beer we are drinking this week is Loch Ness Maltster. How cute is that, you guys? That is the Loch Ness Maltster. Maltster. I think it's one of my favorite beers from them, actually. I it's, think it might really be the good. best, though, one of my favorites from them as well. Yeah. It's so, also this gorgeous, super dark red color. Yeah. It's really pretty looking. It's a scotch. It's almost, Scottish yeah, malt. it's almost brown. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's very dark red. Super yummy. So, anyway. Very malty. Yummy, hence, yummy. Hence the cryptid tie in. Yeah. And you know, so, we went two weeks in a row, no ghosts. Sorry, not don't, sorry. Don't come at us. It's our goddamn show. That's right. Dear, are you ready to prove a cryptid? So, the cryptid. Bring that cryptid I'm right out? Here to tell you is yeah. uh, the Rougarou. Yeah. Yes. Rougarou? The Rougarou. Okay. Rougarou. The Rougarou, if you will. Sure. I will, and I I'll have allow to be more you to do Flemmy it. in French. Uh, that yeah, or. The Rougarou, the, mon cher. I'm going to make it muy French. Uh, the Rougarou, or Louisiana's werewolf, okay. uh, is a cryptid that goes back centuries uh, and has several different origin stories. Um, but one of the earliest mentions of this mythical werewolf is that Uncle uh, Ben got killed and then great power came with, with great responsibility after he was bitten by a radioactive Rougarou. I mean, that's your story, but the story goes back to medieval France. Okay. Oh, medieval France, and then it, and then when it emigrated along with the French people to media, alongside Andrew Jackson at the, you know, yeah, Yeah. exactly, Ellis Island and shit, (laughs) Battle of New Orleans. Yeah, we didn't know it was General Werewolf. Werewolf. Um, so yes, medieval France. Uh, back in the 16th century, the French apparently would just blame various crimes on the werewolf, or as they called it in France, the loup-garou. Loup-garou. Loup means wolf. L-O-U-P. Okay. Uh, oh. Means loop a loop loup-garou. Oh, like for you. So like, oh, your barn burned down? Oh, it was the loup-garou. Probably a loup-garou. Oh, your child disappeared? Loup-garou. Anything bad. Can't punch a guy? Rope a dope. Your dick fell off? Lugaroo. Lugaroo. Your wife cheated on you? Lugaroo. Um, Trying so, to get that good werewolf dick. Exactly. So when yeah. they're like, there's clearly <laughs> no explanation for it, it's the fault of the werewolf. Okay. Um, well, I mean, he was up to a lot of mischief, it sounds like. I, it does he's sound a very like, busy wolf. He's, yes. He's just creating havoc wherever he goes. He's like, I exist, goddammit, and I'm going to make sure you know about it. 
I'm mischievous. <laughs> I'm the mischievous little guru. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a mischievous little wolf. Yeah, what I'm you gonna, gonna do? Spank me, spank my little wait, wait, tell me I'm naughty. Tell me I'm, I'm the naughty wolf. So whenever there was a suspected Lugaroo on the loose, um, villagers would hunt to find it. Uh, oh, they would they capture... Hunt. I'm out in the field. Come find me. I'm come being find naughty. Me. I'm so sassy. <laughs> um, they would capture anyone who was either in the woods or generally acting strange and put them now on trial. I want, now I want Chuck Tingle to write a book where this uh, strangely effeminate Lugaroo pounds Gaston from Beauty and the Beast in the ass. In the ass. All right. We're Pounded gonna, we're gonna let's just add Chuck Tingle and be like, we has an idea. We has a great idea for you. Yeah, please. Royalty free. Right, royalty free, but please. Um, Chuck, Chuck Tingle, no unsolicited of, manuscript, please. Courtesy of Booze yeah. and Brews. That's all you have to do. Just give us a by, shout out. By the way, listeners, we're still asking for your creepy pastas. So That's right. Send us some blue Just saying, if there's a blue I'm very. I, we don't care how pornographic it is. We'll read it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. <laughs> well. I might get very red, but I'll give yeah, a Yeah, if you shot. skip over our fun ad in the middle, we're, we're asking for your creepypasta. Send us a spooky story, even if it involves butt pounding. Yeah, do so, it. If it's creepy butt pounding, double thumbs up. Like, how, how could it be creepy? It's you know in what, a graveyard and there's a spooky tree. About it. We'll talk offline about it. There's a bunch of skeletons and they're all having sex. That's real During, spooky. Giving each other bones. <laughs> During the trial. Okay. Of the suspected Lugaroos, the so-called judge would put it to the people, asking them if they believed the person accused was indeed the Lugaroo. So of oh, course, like accusing an actual person. Now. Yes. So what they would do is when they would go hunting for them, they would find anybody who was hanging out in the woods, or they'd find uh, anybody who was acting strangely, and they're like, "Well, clearly you're a werewolf." So they would arrest them, citizens arrest, bring them before a judge who will say, awesome, now people of the town, do you think this person is the werewolf? And of course these people are going to say yes because they don't want to be convicted of being in leagues yeah, with the yeah, for sure. wolf werewolves. Yeah, because if it turns out he is and then you didn't say yes, that you're probably his buddy. Right, or they're going to blame you. You're be the like, one well, out in the woods taking pictures. If you're Dirty not, pictures. If he's not the werewolf, then you must be the werewolf or yeah, a witch sure. or something else and then you go on trial. So obviously, yeah, but these are the Lugaroo trials, not the Witcheroo trials. So you're okay. Well, part of the origin well, story I'm is that sure witches created well. Lugaroos. Okay, okay. So, oh. We're all learning here today. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's it's trickle-down economics. It really <laughs> It's a pyramid scheme of werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got to build your base. You build your base, you have a multi-level cryptid marketing <laughs> scheme. Oh, we should start one of those. I would buy into that. So the Lugaroo was also used as a scare tactic for children uh, to obey their parents. Oh. So French Catholics would tell their kids that if you do not follow Lent for seven consecutive years, you would be turned into a werewolf. Seven so, years? So on the eighth year, you eat all the goddamn hamburgers you want. Right, exactly. Fuck Lent. You've done it for seven consecutive years. You are safe and free from the werewolfage. Yeah. Hey, Chuck Tingle, there's another book idea for you. Fucking Lent. Just yeah. fuck the concept of Lent. Or even scarier. We're so helpful this week. We really are. We've got all the ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even scarier, if you did not obey your parents, the Lugaru would break into your room in the middle of the night to kidnap you and eat you all. <laughs> oh, God. This is feeling very um, Belschnickel-esque. Yeah. <laughs> this is, no, this is very Catholic. Ruled by guilt and yeah. fear. Yeah. Done. 
French Catholicism right French there. Catholicism. That's right. These are superb parenting techniques. He will eat Take you. Note. He will toast you lightly with some brie. And He'll find out if you want a baguette. Right? <laughs> find out if you're impish. <laughs> or admirable. <laughs> so when the French and the French Canadians um, immigrated to the Louisiana oh, no, area. So, yes, first the French went to Canada, and then some of the Canadians came down to Louisiana mm-hmm. because history, quick history lesson, Louisiana was owned by France for a while. Done. So when they immigrated to the Louisiana area, they brought the stories of the Lugaru with them, but the legend did change over time to match the um, sort of landscape, the scenery, if you will. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It had to adapt with its people. Exactly. So the biggest change, obviously, was the name. No longer goodbye to the old Lugaru, hello, Rougarou. Rougarou. Which is they like a good, you know... A good sauce base, that good roux. That mm, delicious roux. Ragu. Mm. It's just how Scooby Doo said it when he got to the New World. Oh, got roux? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and people went, Ruh, oh, I like that. Anyway, so according to legend, um, the Rougarou stands about seven to eight feet tall That's and a has a big wolf man. Has the face of a, a wolf and blood red eyes. Okay. Ah, so classic spooky. Classic horwolf. Mm-hmm. Classic horwolf. Yes. Um, some people believe the Rougarou is summoned from hell by witches and lives in the woods. Okay. Uh, Lots others, of those in Louisiana. Right. Others believe that the Rougarou were not summoned from hell by witches, but rather created by witches by casting oh. spells on local area men. Oh. How do, they, how do you choose a man that's going to... How hairy are they? Done. You, is, you, you find the hairiest man in town and you cast yeah. a spell you'd on him? you'd be a quality candidate, but like just the hair on your face isn't enough. You're not hairy enough yeah, elsewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just need to find it because like if it goes wrong, then you, it's, you know, it's, it's no good. But you got to find a man who's partially there already. Just makes Correct. the spell casting much yeah, easier. Yeah, do, does, does some of the work for you. you yeah. know? Right. It's like a level one spell casting. Sure. Yeah, sure. exactly. It's cantrip. It's easy. <laughs> exactly. You can do it all day. You can do it all day, <laughs> do it all day long. <laughs> um... And older legends are rooted, so some of the older legends in Louisiana are rooted in medieval France. Um, and they say that the Rougarou hunt Catholics who do not follow Lent by hunting people down, sucking their blood, and stealing blood. their energies, bro, for 101 energies, days. Stealing energies, bro? Yes. They're really hooked on this Lent thing. <laughs> it's Jeez. a way, they, they're like, look, it's tough to follow and give up something for 40 straight days. It is yeah. tough. That's a lot. So I have to Jesus did it. Scare you into doing it. Holy days of obligation? Don't give a shit. Go to mass every week? No. No. But if you fuck up Lent, we're turning you into a vampire. Va- not a vampire. A, a werewolf. vampiric werewolf. A vampiric werewolf. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Um, but I think my favorite of the sort of origins of the this werewolf is a genetic defect that is triggered when the person gets real mad or sad, but they can't complete full transformation into the Rougarou until they've eaten human flesh. Oh my god, this is feeling very Vampire Diaries right now. <laughs> That's how you become a werewolf on Vampire Diaries. See, maybe you this is a, where they you, got the idea from. Like, legit, you have a gene, and then if you kill a person, See, then you, you become com- a werewolf, and if you never kill a person, you never trigger it, you never become Vampire Diaries totally stole the idea from stealers, the Rougarou. Stealers. Just got, look, I'm going to give their credit where credit is due. Story by the Rougarou. Story by medieval France. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thanks. Um, 
uh, anyway, some of the tales uh, surrounding the Rougarou include. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a couple where it's just like legends of what happens or you know what goes on, and one of them mm-hmm. involves a married couple, presumably on some sort of camping trip. Okay, um, okay. The wife wanders alone into the woods, locks eyes with the Rougarou, and sexy. This fuck. is it, enough. It gets horny as fuck. And then they bone in the forest. Um, but this is enough. Like, just locking eyes is enough to transform the Rougarou back into a man. But the woman knows she cannot say anything to anyone for 101 days. Or else she herself will be doomed to wander as a Rougarou for all She just times. knows that? Apparently, that she is just, just a thing you need to know. Yes, it is a thing to know. If you come across a Rougarou in Louisiana, you cannot speak of it to anybody for 101 days or else okay, you yourself will be fucking cursed to be a Rougarou. But day 102, I'm calling my NBC you, affiliate. Yes, exactly. And you say, holy balls, I'm seeing Rougarou. And you yeah, say, Do you have any evidence of this Rougarou? You know the fucking rules, guy. You know 101 days, I, I got wait. shit. I saw it with my eyes, okay? I had to wait three and a half months. It's a long time. Um, so that's one of the kind of tales. And in another story, the Rougarou on a full moon will wreak havoc throughout small towns, specifically in this thing, okay. specifically small towns, small towns, until someone shoots or stabs him. And when oh, the no. first drop of blood falls, the beast will turn back into a man, but his life cannot be saved. With his dying breath, he will tell you not to mention that to anyone, lest you want the same fate. So similar, can't tell anybody, but the only way that you can save a Rougarou in this particular is tale is he needs to be murdered. You gotta give him an ouchie. Give him an ouchie. You can't let the blood hit the ground, though. He just no, it's just it whenever it, it falls. Oh, this when is, I thought it said when the first drop of blood hit the ground. If you mm. just keep it in a no. cup... No, it says when it first drop of blood falls. Two Rougarous, one cup. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Those are some interesting poos. So, how do you stay safe? How does one stay safe from a Rougarou? Besides not talking about it. First rule about Rougarou Club is, is you, you talk don't talk about, about it Club for 101 days. days. <laughs> <laughs> then it's a go for it. Then the warranty has expired and you can tell people. Exactly. Uh, you can protect yourself by placing 13 small objects like pennies uh, by your door. Okay, or uh, Legos. Hates it when he steps on Legos. The Rougarou will turn <laughs> right around. And just go, nope, I'm done. Nope, uh, find easier prey. Not why, stepping on these goddamn Legos. Why 13, you ask? Well, Rougarou, it's the of the devil. No, Rougarou can't count past 12. That's why oh, you put 13. He says 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12. Blah, fuck it. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. So when they get to your Fuck. house, they start counting. and But then they, they still know that they're missing something, but they can only count to 12. So that distracts them. They spend all evening trying to count the 13, 13. objects until the sun comes up and then they're forced to leave. Therefore, Well, you they're have definitely not of Swedish origin then because we've already established that they love to they, count. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but the French. Uh, it's a callback. Now, now, <laughs> fiat kids is the definition of callback. No, but it's the French. The French apparently can't count past 12. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, we knew that about the French. Right. Yeah. So this is great and all. But what about some actual sightings? You have a bunch yeah. of tales. You have a bunch of legends. You have a bunch of stories on how to save it or what happens. But what about, I demand the truth. Yeah, I want to see the receipts. All right. Well, I've got a couple receipts for you. All right. So I don't know what year years ago a local many many moons ago right uh a local college newspaper shared the story of a woman and her experience as a child in lockport louisiana 
Okay. According to this woman, a local boy was being followed by a dog. It wasn't his dog. The boy was feeling dickish, so he took out a pocket knife and he stabbed the dog. Jesus. Oh, no. Like one kid. does. Problem is... That kid was going to grow up to be a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say... We're going to get to his... His tale ends shortly thereafter. I was like, does he also wet the bed? Does yes. Does he have some sort of head trauma? Yes. To complete the triangle? Uh, all of the above. Is he related to Mike Huckabee? He oh, is Mike gosh. Huckabee. Um, <laughs> his kid killed a dog, didn't he? I don't know. I think he did. Sure. That sounds about it. right. Yeah. Uh, no. So the boy stabs the dog, but the dog transforms... Stabs him back! No, tra- transforms... <laughs> the dog pulls out his own switchblade. No, the dog transforms back into a man. The dog and starts snapping off. like he's in the sharks and the jets. It turns into West Side Story. It's Swamp Side Story at that point. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so anyway, no, it transforms back into a man. Going back to that legend of when the first drop of blood falls, they oh transform no, back. he killed it in. So the man runs off. Boy goes back home and is just like, I... This is insane. This is what's starting. This is, you know, he told. He tattled. Oh, um, the now next, he's gonna be rugerude. Yeah. So the next day, the a prominent physician shows up in town, arm in a sling with a cut. The physician was the rugeru. Unfortunately, oh, no. the uh, doctor committed suicide, and about a year later, so did our local boy. And he wrote a suicide note that his parents saw. His parents turned over to the local sheriff. The local sheriff has never shown it to another soul. So, he probably is talking about how he was a Rougarou. Because he tattled, he told, he said, I stabbed this dog. He I turned I did into a, a man. Stab, and then I did a telltale. And now I'm Rougarou, and I'm sad, and I'm gonna go sleepies. And I don't want to be a Rougarou and create, wreak havoc, and have, you know, Weird uh, two girls, one cup in the forest. Yeah. So he stabbed himself. Uh, and that is what happened, this one experience. And the, the woman who told the story was like, no, I went to school with this boy. He was very traumatized by it. There was a physician showed up with a cut on his arm. He was definitely a Rougarou. Definitely yeah, 100%. a Rougarou. That's the story. And she's sticking to it. Well, then they all hop in the mystery machine with Scooby-Doo to and try they, to figure out who the Rougarou is. Right. <laughs> Meddling kids. <laughs> and they're dog so in 1996 another story next story oh no this is recent yes fairly 1996 an era of jolly ranchers Mm -hmm. oh yes thick on the ground these jolly ranchers yep uh nobody knows that the main ingredient of jolly ranchers is rougarou blood that you gotta hunt them and kill them so you can get those sweet sweet flavors that's what red really is you thought it was cherry it's not rougarou blood blood it's rougarou blood you thought you liked that flavor look at you you disgusting Cannibal. Grosso. No. So in 1996, a woman named Barbara Mullins uh, came across what she thought to be a dead dog on the side of the road. Oh, no. Um, Like you do, apparently, in rural Louisiana. You pull over to actually see what it is. Yeah. Oh, there's a dead thing. Let me go investigate. So she pulls over to take a look. But what she found was no dog. She at first thought maybe it was a baboon. In oh, Louisiana. Of all those all those feral baboons. <laughs> feral Louisiana baboon. Running about. Yeah. We also immigrated from Canada. I got a bunch of baboons right here. And they came from <laughs> France. <laughs> Your foghorn leghorn. <laughs> I say. I didn't say that. You said I that. I did a very yeah. good Creole guy. That was surprisingly good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, but the tail and the butt 
did not match a baboon's tail and butt. Wasn't okay. inflamed and colorful? This creature's tail was much thicker and bushier, and its hiney was not bare and red, but instead covered in matted fur. Okay. Like a dog. More like or, a dog. More like a rougarou. Um, or like but any other monkey. face was more like a baboon. Okay. Which is, I think, what she maybe thought it was. Like, it had, but it also looked sort of like a dog. So, it so had fangs. It was a monkey-faced dog creature. It, look, a dog monkey face monkey. man-dog. Uh, so, it had baboon features, but dog-like fangs and a dog-like nose. Okay. Um, the ears were short. Yeah, that's um, a fucking dog, lady. And instead of paws, had what looked like hands up front and paws in the back. Oh, sort did it have like, thumbs? Maybe like that, a whirlpool. Like Business in the front, party in the back. Uh, if you, it's the mullet of cryptids. It's <laughs> a party in the back, especially if it shaped his ass and had that. Hell right yeah! Hell yeah! Now it's a party. Um, but so she goes and she goes. Oh my gosh! I think this is the famed Louisiana Rougarou. So she took the photos and in 1996 she posted them online and said, "Oh my gosh, you guys look! It's the Rougarou." Um, it's on my GeoCities page. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, but the authorities also took a look at it and said, ma'am, no, that's just a dead, feral Pomeranian. Oh, my God. Wow. Not a Rougarou. Wow, that, she was way off. Not a baboon. Not a baboon. But the good news is, if you all want to know, please Google the Derider, D-E-R-I-D-D-E-R, roadkill, and you yourself can take a look and see if you think this is a baboon Rougarou or a dead a Pomeranian, a like the officials want you All to All right, believe. you need to spell it for All me right. one more time, because I'm going to be the judge of this right All now. Right. All right, do it, do it. D-E. D-E. R-I-D-D-E-R. R-I-D-D-E-R. Roadkill. Roadkill. Let's see if this thing looks like a Pomeranian. Kind of looks like a she didn't get a good. Yeah. She didn't. I don't want to look at pictures of a dead dog, so I'm not going to look no, at it. No, please don't. She I'm didn't take anything for scale, which is another reason why people are like. Obviously, <clears throat> that's a dead small dog. She said it was huge, but there's no like penny on the side for scale, so gotcha. you have no idea. You just see this dead thing on the side of the road. It is kind of like it is. It looks like a baboon in the front, though, right? It is weird. It's weird looking it baboon. It is kind of weird. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of naked pomeranians, to be honest with Maybe you. Maybe it's but. a chupacabra. You know that was uh, so. That's another. That's, that's a, a good tie because another. Is out like, there looking of, for ghosts to suck on? A uh, group of people are said no. It's actually not the Rougarou, but instead it's the Chupacabra. That's, so you have two different factions of cryptids uh, seekers fighting it out over what animal this was. It's a Chuparoo. <laughs> Chuparoo. Yeah. I haven't seen these bunch of societies of different cryptids like coming Sharks into different Sharks and the Jets and they're yeah. snapping they're at each other. They're fucking snapping at each other and rolling into different towns looking at roadkill together. It's a chupacabra. It's a rougarou. We're going to go. This is going down. It's a fight. We're fighting each other. That's it's it. a rubacabra. Rubacabra. Yeah. And then. And then I want a portmanteau. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> do. I do want a portmanteau. <laughs> I want it so bad. I do love a chuparoo. Um, is pretty cute. But anyway, that is the story of the famed Louisiana war wolf known as the Rougarou. That's crazy. I have a, love a little addition to your story, a little personal side note from Tuna. You are years, a Rougarou? I knew it. I am a Rougarou. Uh, years ago, when I was in uh, New Orleans, we went to... Uh, to their zoo because mm-hmm. my family loves a zoo and we're like just walking around the zoo and you come around this corner and it's like in a dark part of the zoo it's like one of those like enclosure parts and you come around the corner and there is an exhibit 
of the Rougarou. Yeah, like as if it's an animal. At this really, zoo. that's and awesome. It's, just, it's like standing there and it's standing up and it's all like backlit green and stuff. So you come around the corner, and you're like, "What the fuck is that?" And then you realize it's like a mythical creature. But they told some story in the little because you know me, I love a plaque. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading on the plaques, and they told some story in the little plaque about how it steals shoes. So it's this giant like. Huh. Bigfoot slash Wolfman thing covered in like the ground in front of it's covered in like flip flops and Crocs. Oh. <laughs> the shoes that he steals are specifically Crocs. This poor yeah. thing. It's like it's transformed from a man into a beast. He and just it keeps to trying to. It's like trying to reclaim that bit of its humanity. So it keeps trying to find With shoes that fit. Croc. But yeah. none of them fit. Oh, the torment. So he has to go and kill and drink so the blood. So he must kill and drink the blood of humans. Yeah. Because out of the sheer jealousy of not being able to wear great shoes anymore. Yeah. That's I actually the other untold origin story. Oh my I remember God. thinking this is the weirdest thing that it's like in a zoo, like next to real animals. That's so funny. I have pictures. I'll send them to you. Awesome. But yeah, that's my story and that's my cryptid. Mag- magnificent. Well, stick around for a minute, and I'll yell at you, and then we'll come right back to the show. You're going to love it. Hey, everybody. It's your old pal, Engineer Bob. I've been climbing into your house at night, stealing your shoes so I can remember what it's like to be a man. Hey, guess what? We're still looking for your creepypastas, scary stories, spooky spaghettis. If you write horror stories, especially ones that have butt stuff in them, please send them to boozebrewspodcast at gmail.com. We'll read them on the show. It's going to be a good time. Hey, guess what? We've also got a great Patreon, patreon.com slash boozebrews, where you get audio episodes, video episodes, sketches that I do during the show, and we'd like to thank Sissy, our new patron, for subscribing. Yay! You're the best. Yay! Also, we have a bunch of really great social media websites where you can come and talk to us on the internet. We've got an Instagram at... Booze and Bruce Podcast. we got a Facebook at... Booze and Bruce. And we've got a Twitter at... Booze and Bruce. Okay, that's it. That's all for me. Now back to the show. And now we are counting in in French. It was because uh, of this rouge rouge. Because of the rouge rouge. However, my clip dad is in no way French. It's oh. absolutely nothing to do with French people. Boo. What does it, what, what sort <laughs> Polish of... Polish people. Well, yeah, well, what brand of people do you have to do with? start guessing people. No, you'll never guess. George Washington. Um, here's oh. the thing. Canadian. I actually. had trouble picking a cryptid this week mm-hmm. because I was like, here's the thing, guys. I'm never going to top my last cryptid. There's Just no the way. Just is the <laughs> he is the pinnacle of cryptids. He's the best. He's the fifth you, dimension. He is the fifth dimension. I don't know if you dimension. about him, but he split the atom. Yeah. yeah. How do you Good luck finding a fucking cryptid that did that shit. Yeah. I know, man. He could kill you, but I won't. But he won't. <laughs> what, what does uh, mine do? Mine steals fucking clogs. <laughs> He's in a zoo. In a zoo. Uh, so today, so I was just like, whatever. I'm just going to pick one that like brings me joy. <laughs> so I bring you the story of the Kushtaka. Oh, okay. It's fun to say. Or perhaps the, some said Kushtika. Oh. Kushtika. Sure. It's pronounced Kush, K-U-S-H-T-A-K-A. Kushtaka. Smoke that Kush, you nice. know what I'm saying? Nice. Kushtaka, which that is kind bud. A, which is a uh, a cr- a creature of legend for the native uh Tinga Tlingit people. Sure. Starting out strong. The Tlingit people of the Pacific Northwest, the upper Pacific Northwest. So this is like Canada and like oh. southeastern Alaska. Now, these are not the totem pole guys. No, these are these are a different type of native people. Okay. And the Kushtaka is the legend of the Otter Man. Yeah! The Otter Man. Otter Man. Otter I mean, you got a mongoose, you got an otter. I like yeah. I like the animals. 
So the uh, Kushtaka is uh, not just a cryptid. No. He's also a shape shifter. Ooh. Shift shapes. Like so if there's any old shape he could be, he could be a he chair be. if he wanted. He could be. He doesn't want it. You know what he wants to be? What? Refrigerator. Part otter. Oh. <laughs> By the way, if this you, is my preferred if, shape. If you Google like images of Otter Man or Kushaka, it's like he's basically like Bigfoot with an otter head. <laughs> he's so he's like, cute. He's this crazy like roided out otter who's like standing on two feet. Yeah. It's creepy. The ladies uh, come a running, man. I do. So he's a shapeshifter. He's capable of assuming any form he wants, including human form. Oh. He's a trickster. What a um, little shit. So they say that you may ask, what does the Otterman look like? Well, I will tell you. He, Please. in his natural Otterman form. Okay. Uh, his name is, his name is uh, Joel Otterman. He's Jewish. <laughs> um, he's, he's, he's. Uh, he's uh, okay, the Otterman I look up is a uh, very different, handsome, haughty... Uh, oh, no, that's some sort of... Maybe that's a thing. Like, well, that is a thing in the gay community, right? Like, you're an otter... Does it otter say otter man chodes on the bear. bottom? Yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> okay, Melly is now lost in a in the, in the man's happy trail Tell of the otter man. about the shape-shifting otter chode. Go. Okay, otter man. So, he's six to eight feet tall. Jeez, he's okay. anywhere from 500 to 700 pounds... Okay. Um, and so he's furry. He's big and furry like a Bigfoot. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Are you going to show me more pictures of this otter man? No, I found the proper otter man. Oh, God. <laughs> but he's got a cute little otter face. Anyway. But he's a cute yeah, he's feet bah, tall. Otter man. But he's hairy. Um, yeah, so he's hairy. He's big and hairy like Bigfoot. He's bipedal like Bigfoot. So he walks around on two legs. Um, so the only thing that really differentiates him from a Bigfoot is his little otter face. He's tiny. His and head does not match the size of his body. He's a very tiny head for his huge he's body. He's very like swole. He's yeah. very like, he's like yoked out right? otter. Swole um, otter. And he has his big floppy otter tail. Which a lot of people describe as like a big flat tail, which I was like, that's a beaver. Yeah. That's not an otter. No. But I'm not here to tell the native people of southeastern Alaska about their animal no, creature. They can friends. tell me no. all about it. Like if this otter has got a flat tail, bitchin'. Sure. Uh so there's so the legend of the Otterman. Uh, th- so the like modern day telling of it is like, oh, he's this helpful spirit creature. He doesn't look helpful in these in these Im- images. I know. He looks very what creepy. If he's fighting Nazis. You don't know. I'd want he's, that fighting Nazis. My suspicion is that they Was didn't there have to deal with a lot of Nazis, Nazis back in southeastern then, Alaska. They probably are the now. Southeastern Alaska Nazis <laughs> from 1402. Snow Nazis. Um, Snazis. <laughs> Nazis. <laughs> no, so the like modern day is that he's this like helpful forest creature who if you get lost, he will help you and he will like keep you warm in his little ottery furry body. Oh, he will he will hold you tight you and give you bad thoughts. Yes. Well, he helps you get back to your people so you don't freeze to death in the wilderness. That's nice. But this is like the crunchy like participation trophy modern day version of the Otterman. Oh, mm-hmm. I want the a vengeful Otterman that like rips yeah. your arms off and beats you with him. Yeah, Old Testament Otterman <laughs> is, um, is that he he is a friendly forest creature who's like, oh, are you lost in the forest? Oh, let me help you by turning you into an Otterman. Oh, oh now you are, I, I can show you how to get through the woods, but there is only one way I can do it. It's by me eating your soul. 
It's by eating your stone and turning you into another alderman. But you will know alderman. everything about these woods. What is this voice? There's the alderman voice. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a Swedish alderman. Yeah, we're back to being Swedish. Big sub blowout. <laughs> um so so apparently uh, in olden times if you were lost in the wilderness he would show up either as an otterman or as a person oh and be like i got you bro i know where to go let's go this way and he like leads you further into the wilderness see this where is why you, you stop and you say no where you die and he eats your soul and he turns you into an otterman he eats your actual soul right out yes, of your body that's that's what he does. So what the, the Otterman is either going to kill you by shredding you into a bunch of pieces and then leaving your pieces about for the other forest folk to eat. He doesn't want to eat you. He's he sharing. Eat you. Yeah. Um, Look, he, he, just, he, doesn't want, he just wants that tender soul farm within. Farm to table. Okay. He does not waste a single bit of this uh, human. Yeah. All parts of the buffalo. Yeah. All of them are eaten. Um, so no, he's either going to shredded you all up for other Arctic creatures to enjoy. Okay. Or he's going to steal your soul and by stealing your soul, make it so you'll never get into heaven and therefore you turn into another Otterman. Oh, you have so no- I, Oh, no so, Ottermans go to heaven. No, there's Aww. no Ottermans in heaven. They're not good boys. What the None hell? of them are good boys. Um, so it said that like in old times he used to like hunt the fishing boats because the fishing boats were like hurting the fish and he's like a creature of the land so he was like oh you want to murder my fucking salmon steal your soul okay. steal your soul but i'll so, first uh, help you get you through the woods <laughs> and then i steal your soul yeah um he's also very similar to your lugaru oh. uh he was like a story that parents would tell their kids like don't wander off don't wander too far from the cabin mm-hmm. the otter man will get you yep yep fear fear um, and rule by and fear like modern day, like the they talk to like uh, people who've grown up in this part of northern Canada or southern Alaska and been like, oh yeah, like this is a story that like parents tell their children to this day, oh. like don't to teach them not to wander into the wilderness because they'll be eaten by an otter man. I mean, I, wouldn't you just be like, don't wander and we'll never find you again? No, there's a big scary no. cute otter yeah. man. Look, what's worse? What's worse? Getting lost a yoked and dying, out otter or having your, your soul, soul eaten, being turned into an otter man, and then knowing where everything is. Yeah. I mean, that sounds pretty good. So if you're yeah, nervous... I don't know. Are, wait, it, are Ottermans immortal? Uh, I don't know. I've never See, seen a dead Otterman, so I feel like a, that answered itself. Yeah, I guess. Or maybe they just return themselves to the ground. From whence they came. <laughs> dust to dust, man. Yeah. Uh, so if you're worried, if you're, pl- say, planning a trip to southeastern Alaska... Yeah. To go I am, and I am concerned now. I wasn't people. worried until this fucking episode. Well, I am here for some helpful hints about how to uh, how to keep away, repel okay. the Ottermen. Okay. Thank God. 13 um, coins above your door. <laughs> they can't know, count past 12. You can repel close. You, can you, repel you only need six. These guys can't count to five. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. Uh, you need copper wire. So okay. if you string copper wire around your house, the Ottermen will not come in your house. Okay. You uh, just got to rewire so, the house. Some people say that the Ottermen can be repelled by fire, but then some people say that is a legend that the Ottermen started because fire actually makes them stronger. Oh! <laughs> These crafty Ottermen yeah. sowing the I, seeds of discontent within the community. <laughs> by the way, tell them we don't like tell them later. we don't like fire because if we <laughs> tell them that, then they will use it and we'll become a powerful. <laughs> I'm a fire author because I'm a fire Otherman. That's um, my voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, also prevalent uh, to have in this part of the country is uh, dogs. Like, dogs will scare them away. So, like, this is why if you go through the wilderness, you need a dog sled 
you can't like take a snowmobile because you get eaten by the ottoman if you get lost. But if you have a dog sled, the dogs will keep the ottoman away. Or my personal favorite, how to keep the ottoman away, just cover yourself in urine. Just, just <laughs> piss on yourself. Not a bunch of people urine. up in the Pacific Northwest. Human urine. Just, Human? Your own urine? Just shower in your own piss? I don't know that. Pissing in their own mouths. Gotta get these fucking ottoman out of it's here. It's just like one dude with a weird kink in Alaska yep. who's just like, oh yeah, I'll piss all over you. You just have to for the ottoman. I mean, it's a scene for the ottoman. I'm gonna take <laughs> pictures so I can prove that if, for the ottoman, I'll show him later. I'm not gonna put him on the internet or anything. Right, no, like no. There's like an expedition of people going out into the forest. They're all like, we gotta figure out how to keep this fucking ottoman off of us. I heard dogs do it. I heard fire does it. One guy comes running out. Oh, piss on me. Piss on me. Piss does it. I'm going out too. Just piss on me for God's sake. It's like a jellyfish. Steve, Steve, yeah. why, Steve, why do you have an erection? Just piss on me! Just piss, just on, piss me! on me! Yeah, maybe this was also started by the crafty otterman who just wanted people to be pissed upon. Yep, that's it. Uh, so, whilst researching the otterman... It's like they're pre-basted for the otterman. <laughs> he likes it. Um, so, not only, first he embarrasses you and then he steals your soul. He embarrasses you by making sure you're covered in piss when you die. That's right. And then he finds you absolutely delicious. Uh, so, whilst researching the otterman, I stumbled upon a delightful show... By Chuck Called Tingle? Alaska Monsters Bigfoot Edition. Ooh. Which is from our dear friends at Destination. America. Okay. So you can imagine this is lift from the Monster Hunters uh, okay. type show. Okay. Um, who did an entire episode where they're trying to hunt and trap the Otter Man. Oh. So I'm going to tell you a little bit of information about this episode because it was delightful. Yes. <laughs> so just because I assume you have never seen Alaska Monsters Bigfoot Edition. No. Nope. I'm going to give you a little breakdown of the, the main cast. Okay. Okay. So there are six main boys. Okay. This is uh snow rednecks just to set the tone okay Okay. big beards kind of fat lumberjacky men so they are led by a gentleman named little bear they do this like intro of the show and they're like little bear team leader they like give them the little name Uh, tags and stuff he's the team leader he is like um a little bear he's like wild bill hickok from deadwood was like cosplaying as a wildling from Game of Thrones. <laughs> but kept the cowboy hat. He's also some sort of medicine man because he keeps talking about how his medicine is going to fix things. And uh, it involves a skull and some sticks. And a lot medicine of kush, man. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sec- secondary lead is a gentleman named Krusty. Krusty. <laughs> Who, my notes say... Meth Hobo Santa. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I have him in my head now. has a very long beard, but it is completely flat along the bottom. Okay. And he has like woven one very large bead into it coming right off of his chin. Okay. But it is brown. So it appears as if he has a dingleberry hanging out of his mouth. (laughs) Okay. And down his snowy flat square beard. Okay. Okay. That's crusty. Then there's Todd. Todd. Uh, oh, Krusty's the researcher. He's the brains of the operation. He Dingleberry reads? is the brains. He reads? Krusty, Woolbear, and Todd. Todd. Oh, where? Yes, Todd. There's more. So Todd is the trap engineer. And my notes say Todd thought about college, but changed his mind. Uh, Todd also has very, very long hair that is in one very skinny braid down his back. Like his whole hair is like a rat tail. Sure. Oh, okay. Also giant beard. Okay. Uh, then we meet Levi, who's the tech expert. Loves jeans. Who looks like 
Uh, he, he looks like a like a Nazi from an Indiana Jones movie. Like he's like bald, no facial hair, very round, potatoy face. Okay. Don't okay. know what he's doing in Alaska with the rest of these wilderness boys. Oh. Uh, then we meet Rhett, who's the rookie. I don't know what that means. That's not a job. No. Uh, but he's a my notes say hipster lumberjack hottie. Oh. Oh, okay. Rhett's the eye candy. Well, yeah, all uh, eye candy for the ladies. And then my favorite and yours, a gentleman named Face. 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 Who is their expert tracker? Oh. Now, Face looks like a kindly garden gnome whose beard is so long, like all the way down to his nipples, which is pulled into one delightful ponytail. Okay. Captain Lou Albano. Uh, And Face. Talk like this. Face is talk like this all the time. (laughs) He's going to find him an old man. I'm Face. I'm find me an old man. Okay, little bear. The whole time. Like everyone else on the show continually makes fun of his ridiculous voice. Oh my gosh. And then they're like walkie-talking to each other and they'll always be like, it's face! Like, <laughs> we're aware. No shit. No we're one else talks like a squeaky crazy man. Uh, so so they explain that this area that they're going to go hunt the Otterman in has thousands of missing people, which they all blame on the Otterman. Oh, of course. Um, then they explain that he's supernatural, so it's going to be more difficult to catch than a normal Otterman. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. And then the trap guy uh, who thought about college but changed his mind, he Girl, said, Todd. it's going to be a real tricky one. I'm getting a headache just thinking about it. Well, because he's actually it's thinking. It's a good thing he didn't go to college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a lot more so, headaches. One big so migraine. So then talked to a, a female moose hunter named Faith who has once seen the Otterman, oh. and she explains her encounter. She was out hunting moose. She saw him swimming through the water very fast, and he climbed up out of the water, and it was like an otter, only it was gigantic. It was like seven feet tall. And like a man also. Yeah. That was that was what distinguished <laughs> that- him from a normal otter or a normal man. Um, and then Krusty's like, are you sure it wasn't just a seven-foot otter? Because those <laughs> exist. Sure no, you gotta ask. seven-foot otter you, you ass <laughs> this whole show everyone's like he can shapeshift we're very concerned about the shapeshifting otter man Krusty doesn't think he can actually shapeshift he's just concerned about hunting a 700 pound otter yep <laughs> that's Krusty's that's what he's doing I appreciate Krusty's practicality meth, meth hobo Santa's just concerned about hunting a 700 pound otter and how he can smoke meth out of his face <laughs> um they do these like night shoots where they all have guns and like a lot of them have shotguns but like Little Bear, our Wild Bill Hickok character, has like an old timey six shooter. Sure. The barrel of which is like at least a foot and a half long. Yep. <laughs> like he's really doing like dead like a, Deadwood cosplay. Yeah. Sure. An elephant gun. <laughs> yes. Uh, then one of them gets pulled into the water by a hand, so it's definitely an otterman. Oh. So they're like, oh, we found the otterman. He's here. Clearly. We're gonna come back tomorrow night. We're gonna make a trap. Because oh. this is their their plan. They have to catch the otterman. Well, luckily they have a traps expert. They do have a trap expert, so they're going to make a trap. Todd. And the trap, they decide, has to be a combination of both a spiritual and a physical trap. Ooh, okay. Oh, that's good, because he likes to drink souls. Because he's spiritual. Yeah. Yes. And so supernatural. You may wonder, what does a otterman trap look like? Well, yeah, let I'm, me explain to you. Yes. It is a giant circle of rocks, okay. like maybe, say, 30 feet across. Okay. A circle of white rocks, okay. inside which is a smaller circle of Racist. stumps like they cut a log into stumps what a waste of tree and then they tie those stumps like with pieces of rope to this big central column that they have erected okay. that's like old i guess like drainage or something okay. but it's basically like um it's like take a paper towel tube yeah place it upright but imagine it's made out of like concrete okay 
and it's like maybe five feet across mm-hmm. and it's upright i don't know 25 feet in the air how is this supposed with to sticks tied onto it Sure. And a trap at the top, so when he goes inside, it'll lock him inside. Oh, yes, okay, mm-hmm. clearly, because he is like a dog, where he's like, what is this? I am curious. Let me climb to the top and I'm understanding down. both this. the spiritual side and the physical side. And in case you were worried how the Otterman was going to get up into this giant concrete paper towel tube, Chill. they left him a ladder. Oh, well, thank God. Yeah, so don't worry about it. They thought things through. They really... smart country Alaska boys. They really did. Uh, then they talk to a, an actual like native man named Steve. Okay, his native name. Steve, Steve. the native. Uh, who has a like he like tracks moose. He has all these trail cameras, and he has a photo of the otterman. <gasps> and it's like of his like only of his back. He's like walking behind a tree, but it basically looks like a bigfoot with like a beaver tail. Oh. Okay. And they are so hard. Oh, They're I bet. so hard over this fucking photo of the otterman. By the way, all six of them just scream over each other the entire show. Oh. And every, it's like every scene, <laughs> the, the whoever's air quotes are directing this show just said, I'm a more energy, more urgency, more energy. <laughs> so it's like all of them being like, you see that picture, I saw that picture, you see, I saw, you see, I was looking at that picture, oh, look at that picture, oh, look at my, oh my God, oh, ah, I'm <laughs> face. Faster and more intense. Yeah. Uh, so then they like. The, oh, then they the, Levi, their side, their tech guy, mm-hmm. is decided that he can find an Otterman using an EMF. Like Obviously, he's a ghost because supernatural. So yeah. now, as we know from all of our time with Ghost Adventures, boys, yeah, numbers happen and ghosts are proven. Yes, yes. Not Levi. He's here to tell us that he knows because of his scientific background that 500 hertz is the level for a polymorph. Oh, so but, if he's going okay. to shapeshift. He's looking for 500 hertz. Isn't it like you have to get to 87 miles per hour? <laughs> 88 miles, miles per hour is for time travel. Yeah. 500 yes. hertz is for polymorph. So 500 hertz, which they start out, his rating is six, and then becomes 100, which oh. he says is too high. But And then late, by later in the show, he's like, we're at 250 megahertz. He's like, which you'll remember is the number I told you. I'm like, no, you said 500 no. hertz. I wrote it down. You liar. And then later, what the fuck is the shit? And then he said later, it's at 15 milligals. What? You can't even keep your numbers straight? He just keeps hitting the button on the reader until it fucking spits out the shitty ones. I think between them, they have an eighth grade education. Fucking They also keep showing the EMF meter, and it seems to just always be at the full all the time, but they're like, it's at six, it's at 100, it's at 250, but it's like always just at the top. Oh my god. <laughs> Science. But they did tell us 500 hertz, hertz. is the polymorph, polymorph. hertz okay. level. Well, now we know. Look, it, hey, if you got your EMF detector out there, people, let us know if you ever catch a 500. There's probably a polymorph up your ass. So then they're like, okay, well, how are we going to get the Otterman into our giant cylindrical paper towel tube? Yeah, how? Well, of course, the ladder, duh. They're going to bait it. But what uh. do you bait it? Salmon, because otters eat salmon. They love So then salmon. they get a giant fish, which they then throw at each other, and then try to throw up into the giant uh-huh. cement paper towel tube. Okay. So using uh, the ladder that they time, so conveniently left for the otter man. Yes. During which time, Face just stands in the background screaming, holy doo-doo, man. <laughs> and they've also said it so that if it is triggered, this trap, yeah. uh, so if he goes in and gets the giant salmon, it will light a fire because They're gonna... the Otter Man, as we've learned, is a, a scared of fire. Oh. Or he loves fire. Yes. Yeah. So we then, fucking don't know. 
We don't know. So then they're like, here's the thing. We're going to put some of our people here and some of our people on this other. We're going to rush him towards the middle so that he goes into the trap. This is our plan. We're going to like flush him out. But they can't let him go into the lake because if he goes into the lake, they've lost him. Oh, yeah. Like, forever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good swimming swimming tank. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, and then at one point, which I assume they just tricked it with uh, like a cast member, another cast member. But at one point, like three of them are standing around talking and one of the guys, Rhett, mm-hmm. uh, a, a hunky lumberjack, mm-hmm. the, the, the rookie, rookie. Rhett uh, walks away from the group and mm-hmm. starts like walking like to the left of the of the two other guys. Mm-hmm. And as he is turning and walking away, and you see him turn and like walk away from the group, and then from the right side of the camera, he walks in and says something. So, of course, the other men immediately aim their guns at him and almost shoot him. Right. Because he's polymorphed into a human. He's a shapeshifter. Well, no, because the ret that walked into frame is the real ret they check. Because if he polymorphs, they have otter teeth still. That's how you can tell. Oh, so they made ret smile. We were having a whole conversation with the goddamn otter man, and he just walked away. And they're so hard. They're all so hard. They're all screaming over each other. Could they tell that the other... fully engorged. That he had otter teeth when they talked to him, when they thought back on it? you, You couldn't see. Oh, you shit, it was too dark. It's too dark. Too dark to see So they're like, oh, he's here. We got to get him towards the trap. So they're like, run him towards the trap. They're running. The EMF is going crazy. This is where we get the 15 milligals, whatever oh, that oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of gals. And so they're running. They got to get back to the trap. They get back to the trap. The trap is sprung. Something has sprung the trap. Oh, my Not God. Not only that, the trap is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> because the trap has been sprung, the fire has been released, and now the ladder and part of the trap are on fire. Oh my God. And they're like, oh, then Levi, our smart man with the EMF reader, is like, oh, we didn't think about the fact that he's probably an elemental. So he is made stronger by fire. And he came here, got what? stuck in our trap, but then the fire started, fire made him stronger, and he got away. We'll what? get him next time. That's the show. <laughs> He's also an element. So they, they have given these people money. You, money oh, to do this. They are. Here's the thing. They are so excited. Like, you know, Ghost Adventures is a lot of like, I'm here. Come get me. It's literally all six of them yelling over each other, running through the woods, <laughs> holding their fucking cosplay rifles. <sighs> like, just screaming over each other. Face just in the background being like, I got get you on my hand. <laughs> like, it's. They're earning their paychecks. Oh. What's the name of this show? Not that I'm going to watch it. The show is called Alaska Hunters Bigfoot Edition. There's two seasons. Oh, boy. I know what we're watching this evening. <laughs> so then they were like, oh, but the very end of the episode is we set up trail cameras so we can like catch the video of him saying. So even though he escaped our trap, we're going to have video of it. And then the Daily Motion video cut out because it doesn't give me the last two minutes oh, of the episode. Oh, we don't know. <laughs> and it was four ninety nine to buy it. And I was like, I don't care that much. No. <laughs> I, I'm sure the cameras cut out or some other clever sort of way to get have sure. the Otterman get away. Uh, but they, I mean, proof. They got they got 15 milligals and 250 megahertz. And Red walked away and then walked back into frame. Yeah. And, and you know he had you? fucking otter teeth. Yeah. You know it. He definitely did. You can't fake that shit. It's it, nothing else. It is worth it for Krusty and Face. They are <laughs> delightful. We should start a spinoff show where we watch episodes of this show. Oh, my and God. And make fun of it. Oh, my uh, God. It's highly entertaining. Jesus. 90% of it is free on Daily Motion. <laughs> <laughs> I do not recommend you spending the $4.99 to buy an episode on YouTube, but. 
Uh, but anyway, so that is the legend of the Kushtaka or the Otterman. Yay! All right, so let's talk about this beer. <laughs> it's good. It's malty. It is malty. It is everything that it says it should be. Yeah. It's Scottish. It's malty. It's only 5%, which it, I appreciate. Yeah, it you can drink a couple taste, of them. It lo- tastes more like a red than a scotch. It really yes. does. It, yeah. And it's called, it's a, it's a dark, it's a darker red, but it's yeah. really good. Like yeah. I got no complaints about this beer at all. You can drink a it's, bunch of them. They taste good. Yeah. It smells really good. It mm-hmm. tastes really good. It does have a very like roasty, toasty maltiness to it. So if that's not your jam, you won't enjoy this. No. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, as advertised, there's nothing wrong with this fucking beer. So no. Like, yeah. It's it's an exemplar of the of the brand, really. Yeah, I feel like it's the one I've had from them that I would buy again if I like saw it on a tap list somewhere and I was in the mood for something malty. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, give yeah. me that shit. Yeah, I agree with that. Give it give it to me in give, a giant cement tube with an otter man. Give it to me in the mouth. Hey, guess what? It's <laughs> yep. this is the part of the show where we're you can't. Your your mouth is full of what was your mouth full of before hunters? Oh, I can't remember what the fuck it was full of. I told you, as soon as I say something ranchers. on this show, it's gone. It was full ranchers. Of ranchers. Yeah, that's right. Your ranchers. mouth is full that's of ranchers. That's right. Our mouths are too full of ranchers. Um, so, this is a part of the show where I get to pick a winner. Guess what I love? Werewolves. They're the or best. Wolves. Or wolves. You know what else I love? Getting pissed on. Is <laughs> that <laughs> so you keep them away? I love I love a werewolf that collects shoes and Crocs, but if there's one thing I love more than anything, it's something that can actually count to 13. Sorry, Rouge or Rouge, you lose, and the uh, Otter Man wins. Face with, I'm going to get me an Otter Man. I'm going to get me an Otter Man. I'm going to get me an Otter Man. He's almost out. He's going to go to the right side. going to go to the boat. The whole episode. That's the whole episode, man. They're very excitable. That's exhausting old country alaska boys oh god well thank you guys thank you so, so much, much for listening for listening we hope you listen with as much enthusiasm as an old alaska cryptid hunter yeah <laughs> and i hope you come back next week with the same level of enthusiasm as we actually talk about ghosts again well no promises we don't know what we're doing yet good next week, point so. it could be anything this you is... you never know tune in and find out Ooh, i like it mystery <laughs> And until then, cheers. cheers. That one sucked. <laughs>